Hi guys, welcome to another edition on the podcast and you're welcome to the show. My name is Dola and I'm your host on this very beautiful Wednesday evening. So this podcast actually, I'm recording it on the go. I'm not in my place, but it's like, yeah, I I need to say this and I already posted it like a week before now that we are going to be talking about this communication i feel it's a very important topic and apart from what i feel i do know that it's a very important topic we need to like trash out because i do know where i was before i learned how to actually communicate what i really wanted to say and where i am now and the growth is it doesn't stop you know it it keeps coming it keeps coming and I just feel it's a, it's something like a freedom someone needs here tonight. You you need to you know what you want to say, but you somehow you say something else, somehow you don't get to saying it. So everything the converse you don't enjoy conversations, not because you don't want to enjoy them, but because somehow it, it doesn't come out right. <laughs> so Today, we are going to be having a special communication podcast and we're going to be talking about how to say what you want to say. Say what you want to say. Mm. So that's what we'll be talking about tonight. So grab your pen and your sheet of paper and be prepared to jot some things down because there are some things you need to, you need to write them down and you need to work them out by yourself. Okay, so in order to communicate, first let's, let's talk about some benefits, you know, that comes with communicating properly. Whether it's an argument, whether you're pissed off, or whatever situation it might be, it might be a discussion. If you can actually control your speech, you, if you if you can say what you intend to say and not remember after the person has worked off, that can happen. It still happens to me. But it doesn't have to be every single time. Every single time you're lost, you don't know what to say. Then that person walks off. Then all of a sudden, it just comes to you. It means that there was a pressure that was mounted upon you in that discussion. Or you were focused on something else. And as that person walked off, the pressure goes, you know, the distraction goes away. And your mind can actually focus to what you were actually supposed to say or what you really wanted to say or are you in situations where what you mean is not what you said or it, it always doesn't sound proper you get you you mean something then you say it then the person reacts in another way and you're wondering ah, what did i say <laughs> when you're someone who you just can't you, you can't say it there's something you want to say, but you cannot say it. You can't. You find yourself stuck, and you wish you just had the confidence to say. It. In fact, sometimes you don't even know what you want to say. You just know that you don't feel right with what has been said to you. So, if you're in all of these categories and the ones that I did not mention, this podcast will benefit you. And that is why, even though I was, I'm not at home now. I'm not with my normal setup. I I just felt like let's record this podcast on the go. Yeah, if you've been in my podcast class, you know that you can you can record the podcast wherever. You just need to set some some things up. So let's let's go into our lessons for today.
Number one, identify your values, beliefs, and thought processes. Hmm. This is, it's the most important. If you do not have a grasp on even what you yourself believe, it will be very hard for you to be in a conversation and feel confident or feel like you're taking control of what you're saying. According to the MBTI rule, but mostly I'd like to use the Carl Jung rule, who was the first, you know, uh, it, it was the one that developed what we now call MBTI, which is the revised version. He developed the theories of uh, how people behave, how people think. And there, there, are, there are some boxes it fits people in. We have the introverted, the extroverted. We also have uh, the intuitive and sensing. We have thinkers and feelers. And that's where Carl Jung's theory stops. But then the MBTI has the perspective and the judging. That's the, the revised edition. So we are going with Carl Jung's theory. And uh, we are going to be looking at the feelers and the thinkers. Now you... It's not a one box, one size fits all. <laughs> you can be a 30% feeler than a 70% thinker. It means you're a thinker. Do you get like you rely on your thinking ability? And while, while there are a lot of um, subtypes, we don't need to really go into that. If you're interested, you can just Google it online. Carl Jung's theory. If you're really inter interested in personality theory, does that. But for what you would gain to help your communication, I'll just move on. So we have thinkers and we have feelers. This is how the feelers are. The feelers are people who like to think about other people. For example, if a feeler is leading a group and you're the team leader and you're a feeler, you'll constantly be checking if everybody is okay with the arrangements. Like, are you fine with it? Are you fine with it? You want everybody to be fine. That's a feeler. And it's awesome to be a feeler. You know, they are the kinds of leaders people warm up to because you gain a lot. Why? They won't want to leave you behind. Those are feelers. Are you getting it? Are you getting along? What do you think? And when you say what you think and they are not even going to use it, <laughs> and for the people who are not going to use it and they are feelers, that is an healthy feeler. Even if they are not going to use it, they are going to make you feel involved. Do you understand? They just have this diplomatic, they, they are feelers, they can feel you. Just like the the um, word depicts, they can feel what you feel. They, they are empathic, they put themselves in other people's shoes. Now, the, the other side, which is not the direct opposite, but let's call it the direct opposite, okay? It, they, they are the thinkers. These people are goal-oriented. If they're leading a team, all they care about is the goal. <laughs> what are we doing? So if you're not on board with them, they're never going to see you. And it's like, oh, that person is wicked, is mean, is arrogant, is this, is that. But all they see is the goal. They just want to achieve the goal. So anybody who would help them achieve that goal is the person who is important to them. So there are people people admire, you know, people look up to. It's just like putting... Ronaldo against Messi. <laughs> okay, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> you know, there are two different kinds of persons. If, if you would help Ronaldo achieve his goal, he's going to be on board with you. He's going to see you. You know, and that's the kind, that's the type of person you look up to, you admire. Wow, he's so desperate, so that but you never really, you don't love. 
that person is like respect just i respect you but but feelers are people who you love them they, they just get you they they want you involved they carry you along now how does this affect our communication styles like what am i getting to am i trying to make people understand who they are well that and this is more important a feeler is constantly thinking about another person so they've not taken time to know who they are <gasps> i watched a short on youtube last week and it was there's, there's this girl on youtube and she made a video of how she makes friends people pleasers aka feelers they are people pleasers so she she made a video on how she makes friends and how she makes friends is she just mirrors the person's personality like i do you like ketchup if the person says no <laughs> me too I, I don't like it you're constantly thinking of another person that you might even forget that you like ketchup they do not think of themselves they are constantly thinking of another person and if they are if they are unhealthy if they are on um and of <laughs> if they are on an unhealthy side they are going to be people pleasers you always have to please people you're not thinking of yourself so when you're in a discussion you realize that you don't even know what you believe. You, you it's almost like you have no values, but you know what everybody believes. And let's say you're in a discussion with someone, you, you start tending to what the person is saying. Like, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Then another person says something. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. But it's not the same for thinkers. They have constantly thought about themselves. That's, that's why they are goal-oriented. They think about themselves a lot. Look at Ronaldo. Look at how he talks. You know, he feels arrogant, narcissistic. He constantly thinks about himself. I want to do this. This is what I want to achieve. And because of that, in a conversation, he knows what he wants already. He knows what he's thinking. Do you understand? So he can say, oh, yeah, that, that's what you think, but that's not what I think. He doesn't go with the tide and the wind because no matter how people-pleasing you are, if you have nothing to like hold on to, there's no handcuff on your in your speech, you know, people are not going to respect you because if people are not going to ask for your opinion, because they just feel like you're never there to correct and um, add or you know, you're just going to go with the tide anyway. So you, you can't hurt my growth, you can't support me. They love you, but you just feel like people don't really know your effect or your use. It is because you've not sat down to think about who is this girl and what does she want? What does she believe in? Constantly make checks with yourself. Get the journal. Oh my God. It can be on your phone. Write anything you're thinking. Get a hold on your belief system. Get a hold on your belief system in God. Get a hold on your belief system in Christ. Be solid. Stand. And funny thing is, we never really know where we are going. It's not like everybody really has an idea, like a full solid idea. But at least if you have a foundation, you can start building. Isn't it? Some people have not even, they've not bought land. Not to talk of laying foundation. They've been thinking about other people. And then they come on. I see people on WhatsApp complaining. I've lived my life for my friends. And nobody is out there to help me. Or nobody's, uh, nobody knows my words. You're the only one that knows your words. Do you get like... <laughs> don't even know what you can do because you've been you've been rolling with the tide and that's why it seems like you can't say what you want to say 
You've spent all your life pleasing people. And I can talk about this for a very long time, but I won't be able to get... Oh my God, I have 13... 13 points. Should I just talk about this and talk about... Don't. The other one next week. I do not think that would be great. <laughs> okay, let's go to our second point. So, the first one is for you to identify your values, beliefs, and thought processes. So, let's go to the second one. Throw away your shame. Very important. It is okay to believe something that is wrong. Do you understand? Like, it's okay to have a wrong. Don't be afraid of, ah, they will not find out that I'm wrong. Forget about that. It is what you believe as a person. Not, not everybody has it right. So, when someone confronts you, don't quickly bend or forward. Even if you, you don't really understand it, you can see it like, ah, this is what I think. Although, I, I do not really, I've not really given time to you to research it. And, but what do you, let me hear your side. Be confident about those values and belief systems you hold dearly. It's okay not to know. It's okay to even change what you believe all this while in the end of your conversation. I'll be at the end of your conversation. I beg your pardon. So, it's fine. Throw away the shame. You don't, you don't need the shame. And discussions are out there for you to learn, for, for you to impact, and for you to also learn. It's a give and take. So, if you're doing it otherwise, uh-uh. If you realize that, oh, it's like, because it's because I'm embarrassed that uh, I do not, mm, I do not function well in discussions. That's why I keep quiet or that's why I bend once someone confronts me. It's better to say, I don't want to argue about that. I've, I've not really thought about that, especially if it's an argument than for you to quickly form a shallow base and quickly bend. You know, fast, fast, you just form something that you think you believe in. And once the person confronts you with what they believe in, you just bend like, ah, is your own that is correct, you, you get. No, the, know what you know and know what you don't know. I've been proud of it. You, you know, it's a chance to grow. And if you discover you're wrong in the end, ah, wow, your point, your point is really, you're shedding light on this. Your point is really clear. There's no competition now. There's no competition. That is how to... That mindset is what will help you to say what you want to say. Because once you have a mindset where you know your values, you know your beliefs, you know your thought processes, you've thrown away the shame. <laughs> Why would you say... Oh, Ibiti. Why would you say what you want to say? Unless you go to a garage guy and... I don't know. You drag something you're not supposed to drag. It can beat you. <laughs> Okay, third point. Your end goal should be clarity. And I think I've said this in point two too. Clarity. You want to understand more. You also want to shed light more. Clarity should be your end goal, not winning. Especially for thinkers. You like to win. You like to win, win, win. Is your goal-oriented. Mm, drop it. Drop it. Clarity. And for feelers... You don't have to please everybody in an argument, like, or a discussion. Why is it a discussion if there's nothing different? If you can just bend to anybody and you're all the same. Mm. If soups were the same, would you enjoy eating? I don't think so. Let the flavors blend. 
So let's quickly go to point four. And it's when you start, don't go in to convince immediately. You know, you can explain your point of view. Then you start asking questions. That's the way to do it. Don't just go in, bam. Even if you know, even if you know that what you are saying is correct or you're very convinced, it's the same way the other person too is convinced. So don't try to drag them down or try to make it seem as if you don't know what you're saying. You're a fool. You're stupid. This is this is what is supposed to be in your head. There's a reason why they believe what they believe, how they believe it. Learn to understand that people are they come from all facets of life and they have different perspectives to things. So it should even intrigue you. You should you should want to know why they think that way. I may actually learn something from it. So you can explain your view. Then you start to ask them questions like, Oh, why do you think that way? Or even if they it is wrong, you'll get to a question which will make them rethink that ah this thing I'm thinking is like it's not correct though. So be relaxed when you're having conversations. It's not the battleground where you need to have a solid mindset. Number five, listen. People don't listen. And I constantly find myself also sometimes listening to argue instead of listening to understand. Um, but I found out that in order to have constructive arguments, you need to understand what that person is actually saying. <laughs> if you don't, you're just going to go in all blinded by emotions and feelings and you won't make any, any sense in the end. And that person also won't they, won't, they won't respect the conversation. They've gotten nothing from it. They just feel that you're one close-minded, one uh, fanatic, you know? It's not a good thing. So you listen. Don't, don't, don't. You can make inferences, but don't make full inferences. And I'm going to get into making inferences very soon. I'm going to get into that. Because you can make inferences, but don't fully, like, assume every statement in their conversation based on an image that you've planted in your mind. Make sure you understand what they're saying. Because actually, if you want to change someone's mind, that's, that's how to do it <laughs> especially if you want to change someone's mind all right let's go to the next one okay so let's talk about situations you know th this is talking about situations what happens when you're hungry how do you say what you want to say can you really say what you want to say when you're hungry the first rule in anger <laughs> or in anger management or whenever you're angry is not to say anything to breathe hmm. this is an helpful tactic in fact it is taught in i think i did a podcast on how to get respect and i mentioned this story that i'm about to say <laughs> so I'll, I'll repeat it for emphasis sake <laughs> this is a beautiful rule when i'm hungry if i've ever been angry at you which i don't think is a possibility here <laughs> I, I talk but i shout when I'm talking, that's my style. I will talk. And most of the things I'll say are actually hurtful things because I'm trying to get at you. And I will actually do it on top of my voice. So my mom has been complaining and she has been saying, no, she doesn't want me to go into that. But I, I couldn't control it. 
So I don't get angry with strangers. I don't get angry with people. I'm not. It's really my family that I know that I've lost several times. I've lost my cool with. So I stumbled upon upon this. Even sometimes, let me have this. I cry. You know, is is that bad? <laughs> so I I in 2020 I I saw how to you know how to communicate even when you're hungry and I'm like okay fine all you did is this. So it happened that I had an issue with someone and I was sitting down very like elderly woman very older woman I mean women they were plenty <laughs> and I was sitting down and I remember the first room don't say anything listen so they were talking and they, they were actually talking at the like loudest of their voices and I sat down I was just breathing because I was already pissed I was pissed I was breathing then I engaged the second room speak slowly now even if you're going to say anything speak slower than you would ever speak on a normal day like if this is how you speak on a normal day start speaking like when i went there what happened and do not raise your voice do not raise your voice this simple mechanic <laughs> this simple sequence that i just mentioned i tried it <laughs> the kind the kind of calmness that came upon them and the way they started interacting with me was different very different like it it changed instantly because i did not match their energy i started speaking slowly and because i was speaking slowly my hunger was dissipating it was helping me if i started to speak fast as my heart was risen I'd have lost my goal. So I understood the rule. Speak slowly. It helps you dissipate your hunger. And it also helps them to dissipate it. So you can't have a conversation with so with a bull, a, a raging bull. You can't. So if if you would be able to have a conversation with that person, if you want to speak, speak slowly. That's how to communicate. If you shout, you would feel terrible at the end because you've not gained anything. Both of you are closed doors. You can't hear each other. You just want to hurt each other. You don't need that. You want to communicate what really happened. Why they shouldn't be shouting at you or why you're not in the wrong. Speak slowly. Hmm? Also, if you're being bullied or insulted let's say for example you're being bullied and they're saying something like <laughs> your friends they're laughing and see how fat you become you know and they're just laughing and <laughs> you don't like it you've not got into that situation and you've not got into that place where you're confident and you can also give back a sarcastic remark like oh see how thin you are oh that's that's uh, that's an insult i'm sorry for making that example <laughs> But you know a sarcastic remark of how does that matter or would you be more civil you know you know a confident sarcastic remark uh if you're not in there and it's just hard you ugh, you want the joke to stop if you speak you might even cry 
this is how to communicate your displeasure don't laugh with them it's a mistake i made don't don't laugh with them it's not funny it isn't funny don't laugh with them and if they ask you why are you not laughing it's just a small joke and everything they pay you don't say anything just walk away you've communicated talent <laughs> and if you want to speak sternly state that you do not like it and you would appreciate if they respect your friendship by disdaining from acts like that i know guys they like to taunt each other and, and there's a thing that it's as if guys cannot respect each other's boundaries well friendships like that lead nowhere <laughs> no there should be boundaries and there should be respect yeah, you can taunt each other ah guy you're they should because men and boundaries and respect you go along pretty well so if you're saying oh there's no respect or boundaries my friend notice those friendships do they last for a long period of time are they genuine are they productive what kind of person is that person are they intentional look at this thing hmm? i want you to start being intentional from today like look at it are they goodness <laughs> Stop the joke if you can and sternly state it that you don't like it. If you can't, do not join them to laugh. Like I'm I'm saying this with everything in me. Because I know this this was a mistake I made. I thought to, to seem confident I have to join them to laugh <laughs> even when it was not funny to me. Don't join them to laugh because it isn't funny that's how to communicate your displeasure and if you constantly do not join them to laugh when such jokes are made and they keep doing it you should ask them if your displeasure is what they are constantly aiming for and if that is it you you, you can't be friends with them you want to be friends with, with people who consider your happiness uh, a priority and also you need to check if you do not bully people with other people with them because it will be you know hurt people hurt people you, you really need to be intentional if you've been hurt by your friends there's a very wild chance that you'll be hurting someone else too so if you actually bully people with your friends and you think they won't do the same to you you are joking <laughs> you set the pace but let's say you've been doing that and you want to change well you can state it like i know that we've been pulling people together but i i don't think i i don't even like it when i'm being bullied so i, I feel those people would feel the same way and i want to stop you have to state it clearly in words might not be comfortable but i tell you the result will please even your soul all the most awkward conversations I've had have been the most rewarding. Man, just do it. Would sometimes I I feast up my palms when I'm when I'm saying those things. Like they are so awkward. I'm I'm a feeler, by the way. I love people. I love you to be good and fine, and I can I can shape myself to suit your purposes. <laughs> so when I started coming out of my shell those conversations were pretty awkward for me but they were the most rewarding like i love my friendships now i i do they're more healthy and 
They're more respectful and they're more mature. Uh, I pray you get this. Mm -hmm. I pray the grace to implement this is given unto you. In Jesus' name. So like I've said, renew your knowledge. Be ready to accept new knowledge. It will really help you. That open-mindedness. You won't turn each discussion into an argument every time. People are just tired. If you start discussing with someone, it turns into an argument. And the arguments will not even be you know, productive. It's just, it just becomes a chariot. And everybody's sweating, shouting at the top of their lungs. And nobody really gains anything. You know? And let me tell you something about arguments. Since we're talking about situations now. Arguments. <laughs> They're very funny. For you to be a master of, you know, arguing, you you need to learn it, and it's not something that cannot be learned. Hallelujah. I didn't used to know how to argue, but it's something they call constructive arguments, you know. And I've discovered certain rules that have helped me build that, like, in my life. How to argue? Number one. Never look down on the person on the other side. They are not stupid for believing what they believe in. It's just their perspective. Is you know what they're saying. They understand them. Don't look down on them. Number two. Be open-minded. What you're saying may actually be wrong. But now, if you believe that it is true, accept that. And still, be open-minded. Do you know why? People are not totally wrong. And you make a mistake by saying, you're never right. <laughs> it's not possible. People are not totally wrong. In their arguments, you will see points that are actually directionally true. You know, but at the point, they break off to be wrong. That's when you include this rule. Agree and disagree. Mm, if you want to argue properly, you have to agree with those things that are true. Because you do not, you do not hate the person. Some people argue as if they hate the other person. And I'm wondering, do you hate this person? Share. Have you met this person before? Do you, do you hate this person? Because they just start attacking everything. Like what you're saying is wrong. Can you even think? The person won't listen to you. You're locking them down. And once a human being enters into a lockdown, nothing you see, nothing. I've not seen it. There's nothing you can see that they can assimilate. It will fall on their fears. Even you, when you enter a lockdown, nothing anybody says, you can't understand it. Because you zeroed your mind already and you're standing on your ground. So, you agree, then you disagree. Then there's something called repeating their words to them. When someone says something to you, you listen. You listen to their point. And then you say something like, okay. For example, where their statements were right. Okay, you said, I understand. I understand that you said this, that, and this. And the person would say, yes. If you've misunderstood them, they will correct you. <laughs> then you move further by asking a question. If this is this, then why is this this? Allow them to think on their own. Do not try to push them and say, you must believe what I believe in. Mm -mm. Lead them to get them there. That's how to argue. Now, sometimes people would 
want to use this also against you they would repeat those words to you and it's not what you said it's just what they think you said don't get angry just tell them no that's not what i said and when you see that oh this person is in a lockdown they can't hear me drop it there's no point going on on an argument that you both won't gain anything on pick it up sometime else just say something like okay i see that both of us are not getting anywhere with this can, can we pick this off tomorrow or sometime else like, value the productivity of the conversation more than the fact that you won or you made someone look like a fool mm-hmm. i've gone through my 13 points for today and i hope that you you were blessed you got something uh, to really work on so yeah a few points on how to say what you want to say and yes we are going to be having this in a series more communication podcasts coming at you so we have god's robots we have special podcasts like the last one that we had and which is my story on how i discovered purpose and then we'll be having them like that things that can actually aid us to be better so maybe i'll do next on the communication podcast a conflict management thing like especially with elderly people <laughs> i had an argument with my dad and i was wondering like how can i how can i manage this without being rude because the bible says you should honor your father and mother so that i days may be long upon the land which the lord has given thee which is the first commandment with a promise so how can i manage it without <sighs> So I had to study that conflict management thing. And I think it's going to also bless people on the podcast. So I, that should be the next thing we will take off. If another topic, more important topic, doesn't come from your comments and you know your replies on the podcast, that would be on plus two three four eight one one three nine seven three eight five eight. My name is Tola. Uh, I'm going to see you next week. If you heard any background noises, please just take it as it is. I'm not in my usual place. Thank you.